You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to help you plan that unbelievable travel experience. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Hello and welcome to the Monday edition of From the Podium, the Arrowhead Pride podcast where you get to hear directly from your Kansas City Chiefs. I'm the editor-in-chief of ArrowheadPride.com, Pete Sweeney. It was the fourth day of padded practices on Monday, and after the practice, the Chiefs made defensive coordinator Steve Spagnolo, rookie linebacker Willie Gay Jr., defensive end Tano Passigno, and backup quarterback Chad Henney available to the media. So we'll turn it over to Spags and Gay. We'll take a quick break, and then we'll hear from Passigno and Henny. First, here is the defensive coordinator of your Kansas City Chiefs, Steve Spagnolo. I don't have a lot to say. I'm just going to kind of open it up. It's good to be back out there. It's, it feels a little bit like we've been here for a long time because there was a buildup and a lot of walkthroughs, but we're back out there competing, which is good. So with that, I'll open it up. Let's go to Sam. Go ahead, Sam. Hey, Coach. How's it going? Great, Sam. How are you? Good. Um, just couple real quick ones for you. Um, Breland speaks back this year. I'm wondering what you've seen from him so far. And then a uh, new guy with Tedrick Thompson, what have you seen from him so far? Yeah, I, I'll tell you what, Sam, it's, it's a little bit early. Um, I'm big on, you know, the making the assessments in full pads. So we've had three of them. Uh, and for those guys, it hasn't been a lot of reps. It took, took Tedrick a little bit to get going. So he's been in and out and the one thing we got to do is get Tedrick with the first group so we can see how he functions with those guys. It's unfair sometimes when you're in there with guys that don't know the system just like you don't. Um, but he's working hard. So is in Breland. Uh, it's good to have Breland back. Uh, gives us another body, another option out there. Uh, and he's working hard. He really is. Let's go to Adam Teicher. Go ahead, Adam. Hey, Steve. How are you doing today? I'm good, Adam. I'm great. Good. Hey, a couple things. First, I wanted to ask you about a couple of the rookies, uh, Willie Gay and uh, Legarius Sneed, and what you've seen from them so far in a week or so of practice. And also, um, when Pat makes one of his off-schedule plays, like there were a couple of those yesterday in practice, what does that do to a defense when you think maybe you're in position or, or he's not in position to make a throw, and, and they're, next thing you know, it's a touchdown? I, always, I just always blame it on the fact that he's got a yellow jersey on and we can't hit him. <laughs> that's what I tell the guys look and he's going to make those plays I think our guys understand that and uh but it does challenge us to make sure you know when he's scrambling around I mean our thing is you got to plaster a receiver so but everybody finds someone uh we try to keep the quarterback contained it's a great challenge for us because we're going to face certainly in the first three games quarterback similar with athletic ability uh, and able to make those kind of plays so it's good for us going back to um give me the two names again uh, Adam, that you said, you asked me about two. Willie Gay and Legere yeah. Sneed. Yeah, both guys working hard. Um, you know, I'm hopeful for both of them. Willie, uh, both those guys, Willie especially, love football. Uh, that was one of the things that Matt House had identified with coaches and people that had worked with Willie. I think the more guys you can get like that, the better, certainly in defensive football anywhere on your football team. And LJ plays a position that takes a lot of challenge. I mean, look, he's out there. Uh, battling. It doesn't always go great. Um, 
I think mentally both those guys are doing a really good job of keeping their heads in the playbook. And I think they pick things up and have some, what I call football, get it. So I think that helps us going forward. Let's go to Mick Schaefer. Go ahead, Mick. Hey coach, uh, you mentioned speaks. Uh, we're going to talk to Tano today as well. You got taco in the mix, um, and a number of other, uh, defensive ends that have seen the field in the NFL. What's that competition like, especially at the, at the, at the, the one spot, um, and, and how's it all going to shake out, you think? Yeah, we've got ways to go to figure that out, but it's nice to have that many options. I mean, Andy says it all the time, and I just repeat it. Uh, anytime you can get a lot of competition at one spot, that's good for us. You get to pick the best players. We'll see how it all shakes out. Um, TK was key for us last year. Uh, uh, we didn't have Breland, but he's back. Taco's new. You know, a couple of those other guys. I mean, we, we've had Alex and we've had Frank. Um, so we just keep them all in the mix. It's nice to have those numbers. And Brendan uh, does a lot of good work with them. So hopefully we can surface and find out how many, whatever that's going to be that we're going to keep and keep healthy. Let's go to Nate Taylor. Go ahead, Nate. Hey, Coach. I want to follow up on two of the guys that Sam mentioned earlier um, with Breland Speaks and uh, Chadrick Thompson. For Breland Speaks, because this is year two for him into the system, is there something that you may have noticed uh, either early so far in camp or even in the offseason program that you knew going into year two, he's much more prepared to have success, obviously having learned the system previously. And then with Tedrick Thompson, what did you guys see on film uh, that gave you optimism that he could help you out early if necessary? Yeah, I mean, one thing about Tedrick is he's played in the league. Um, he worked with a guy that worked for me, Andre Curtis, who I got a lot of respect for. And Andre's a good football coach, so I know that Tedrick's been coached up real well. And so I think that helps him, you know, with the certainly early here, uh, learning the system. But it's going to be a learning curve. I mean, there's a lot for the safety to know back there. There's a lot of communication. Uh, Breland, you know, the one thing, uh, he was hurt last year. And I would hesitate to say that he's really had two years in the system because, you know, we got, to the, we got him in the training camp, I believe, and then he got hurt. So he had that background. But it's really been a whole year, and you've got to be out there doing it. It's one thing to learn it in a meeting room, uh, on tape, listening to the coaches. It's another thing to go out and do it. So he's a little bit rusty, but he's not going to rust off. And, again, like I said before, we're hopeful for all those defense bends there. Let's go to Matt Derrick. Go ahead, Matt. Hey, Coach. Good to see you again. You too. I know we talked about last year that the new system took a little bit maybe more time to figure out, to figure out the rotations than you thought it might last year. But when you did, I mean, you got in a groove at the end of the season. How do you take that into the season and try and carry it over this year while adding new elements and expanding what you're doing? Good question. Um, listen, as a staff, we say it all the time, what we're going through with, with mask and WebEx meetings and, you know, the challenges of what we're dealing with right now, we're all really glad it's not the first year. It would be really hard. Um, Second year, the guys are in the guys that have been here that are in the same spots. Uh, that's been a tremendous advantage for us. But I will say this, you know, um, Kendall Fuller's not here. Juan hasn't been out there. There are some spots and some pieces that we got to find to put this thing all together. We're light years away. Uh, I think I said this before when we talked that just because you finish at a certain point at the end of one year does not mean you pick right up from that particular spot. We got to go back to ground zero. It's still about getting better every day. Uh, there's nothing in our brains that says that uh, we're not going to go through some growing pains this year, just like we did last year. That's, that happens every year. And especially with 
no preseason games, uh, not going against another opponent except our, for our offense for whatever it is, five weeks here. It's going to be a challenge. I think it's going to be a challenge for all defenses across the league. Um, and so there's no guarantees here. We'll try to piece it as, together as best we can. Uh, I am glad, though, that uh, it is the second year and not the first for these guys. Looks like we've got two more hands up. Let's go Steve and then Pete. Go ahead, Steve. Hey, Coach. How you doing? Great, Steve. Hey, uh, in talking to Tyron earlier this week, he said that he is grateful to you because you understand exactly what buttons to push. I'm interested in your ability to do that, and has it become more difficult after these guys have reached the success that they had? That's a really good point. Uh, I guess we'll find out. Uh, I, I'm glad I'm pushing the right buttons. I'm not sure I always do that. My wife might not say that. Uh, but listen, I, the one thing I've always believed in this league is to have great respect for players. I respect these guys uh, and I haven't been with them for a year. I love them. I mean, I love working with them. Um, it's a joy to go out every day and work with Tyron Matthew um, and, and all those guys. And so I, going forward, the point you made is a really good one, you know, pushing buttons after all that success. Uh, that can be a challenge. I think about it all the time. Uh, I'm always trying to find a niche or something to put up there that will – and I don't think our heads are not level. Like, I don't think our guys are thinking beyond what they should, but it's natural. Uh, we talk about keeping a rock-solid foundation, and I've put things up that talk about hammers that can break up that foundation, and we talk about those things. So we hit it. I don't hit it all the time because uh, I think sometimes they get sick of me saying things over and over, but I, I think we hit it enough, and the assistant coaches do a great job of it too. Let's go to Pete Sweeney for the last one. Go ahead, Pete. Hey, Steve. Thanks for some time. I, I was just wondering – Given the fact that you guys are, are fully healthy or for the most part fully healthy along the defensive line, piggybacking off the year two question, does it afford you and Brendan Daly the ability to maybe get a little bit more exotic with some of these blitz pressures in, in this year, given that they've had that experience last year? Yeah, that's a hope. Um, I think, you know, the one hard, we're going to lose Mike Pinnell, I think, early in the season uh, with a suspension. So we've got to figure out the inside part of it. Um, but on the outside, if we can – Listen, we can find out what those guys on the outside can, we can do. We, can, we probably could get a little exotic, but the thing I want to be really careful of is jumping into that without getting back to square one, which it, it is, for us it's all about a foundation. And you know, I, We don't see a lot of run plays right now. Our offense is a – listen, they, they're an attack team throwing the ball downfield. I get concerned about us stopping the run. We play a team first game of the season that can run it pretty good. So we'll focus more on that right now and hopefully get them in those third-down situations where we can do that. Thank you, Coach. We appreciate okay. your time. Thank you all. Hey, Willie. So what are some things that you're getting better at and what are some things you're still working on? Uh, well, I'm, I'm getting better at a lot. Honestly, man, I got a great coach in uh, Coach Madhouse, and he's teaching me a lot about the small details of playing linebacker and, like, watching the older guys like Anthony Hitchens and Damian Wilson play the position that, that, that I'm, you know, trying to play. Uh, just really the details of it, the small things I'm getting better at and, it's paying off for me. Let's go to Seren Petro. Go ahead, Seren. Willie, I'm curious. Uh, Chiefs have made a big splash here in the offseason, getting a lot of big contracts done. Patrick Mahomes, Chris Jones, Travis Kelsey. Uh, listen, you know, the, the contract you get as a second-round pick is nothing to sneeze at, right? A lot of people love to have that deal. But sure. when you see those mega deals that those guys are signing, what, what goes through your head as a young guy just coming into the league and seeing all those zeros behind some of those contracts? Well, you know, uh, as a rookie, man, I'm just playing my role. But, you know, I definitely have a dream one day of, you know, doing what I need to do today to make sure in three, four years 
I'm in that same position, you know, however long it takes. So whether, I mean, I hope it's here, you know, uh, I can continue to, uh, to continue out my career here in Kansas City because it's a great city, great team, you know. Uh, shoot, man, I just dream of stuff like that. So I'm working towards it for sure. Let's go to Adam Teicher. Go ahead, Adam. Hey, Willie, uh, you talked a minute ago about Coach House and how he's um, he's a great coach and he's helping you out. Can you be specific some of the things he's doing to help you um, kind of get ready for the season? Uh, man, Coach House is just one of those coaches. He uh, It's just a lot of tough love. You know, he's going to tell you when you're wrong and he's going to tell you exactly – he's going to uh, pat you on the back when you're right. But a lot of times it's just – it's just he he pinpoint he pinpoint everything from small details to big things and each and every day you know I'm it's never a perfect day for me I'm always getting better at something when it comes to coach house coaching me so it's great. Let's go to Nate Taylor. Go ahead, Nate. Hey Willie, I have two questions for you. The first is you know some rookies have said that this feels similar to college, obviously because you don't have preseason games to get adjusted to the league. I just wonder for you. How much is that true, and just what are you noticing um, that feels somewhat similar to what you did, obviously, the last few years at Mississippi State? And then secondly, because you're not having preseason games, you are going up against one of the fastest, if not the fastest, offense on the field and obviously a, a talented quarterback in Mahomes. Uh, just how much do you think they're helping you get prepared for what you may see on the speed of the game in those first few weeks in the NFL? Well, you know, it's, you know it's, we don't have a lot of time right now to the first game. Everybody knows that, but – we just got to take every day. And uh, as rookies, we, we're picking up on it fast. I mean, sometimes it's, it's rough. You know, we're like, okay, we, we're pros now, so it, it, won't, it won't be as long until the game comes, and it's, it's not as easy no more. So, But we got an advantage over here in Kansas City when you're playing against offense like ours, man, in practice. Like, you see some crazy stuff, you know. So, like, when you see that, it's like, okay, I know everybody in the league can't do what this guy's doing at quarterback or running back or receiver, you know. So it's, it's definitely making us a lot better, so. Let's go to Sam McDowell. Go ahead, Sam. Hey, Willie. Um, a couple things. I'm wondering, are you learning all three linebacker positions right now and what's your comfort level at each of those? And then, um, well, just actually that the last one answered my second one. So just, just your comfort level, all three linebacker positions. Oh, uh, really? I'm just playing two spots right now. I'm Sam and base in the base package and I'm, I'm the buck linebacker in the nickel in the, in the Buffalo package. And, Really just, just trying to get better at each, you know, uh, watching Damian Wilson, you know, somebody that I play behind in both spots and uh, trying to get better each and every day, just seeing how he does everything and the details from big to small and just trying to just, just like I said, just get better at, at both of those. So, Looks like we've got three hands up. Let's go Pete, Robert, and then Seren. Go ahead, Pete. Hey, Willie, one thing Coach Spagnuolo noted is just how much you love to play the game. So I'm sure you're enjoying the nonstop football as compared to college. I was curious, what is your favorite part of being a pro so far now that you've gone through a few padded practices at training camp? Well, it's just football. You know, I don't, I don't have to go to study hall after. I don't have to study for a test. You know, when I go home after practice, man, it's I watch TV and I study football, you know, or, or I watch football, I watch practice or – I look over plays, you know, it's just football in my regular life. So I can do that for the next 12, 10, 12 years, man. So it's great. Let's go to Robert. Go ahead, Robert. 
Um, so the Chiefs posted that clip the other day of you and Clyde going out and in practice and you kind of batting a ball away. Uh, I'm just curious how those kind of battles between you and camp are going and are you having a good time, you know, going up against a running back like that? Oh, yeah, man. You know, every day, well, when we were doing the uh, one-on-ones, you know, it was like a battle every day. You know, I wasn't always winning, so they got me on a good day. So, uh, but it's definitely days where, you know, we both getting better better, and uh, we're making each other better. And and uh, you go up against guys like like uh, Kaiser on, at the tight end position, and, you know, he's making me better each and every day. And running backs, all three running backs, four running backs, and like it's just it's a great competition out, out there. Let's go to Saran. Go ahead, Saran. Well, we, we talked uh, with uh, a couple of the veterans uh, yesterday and talking about how everyone's, you know, trying to do their best to make sure that they don't get sick, right? It's a, it's a new environment that everyone's got to deal with. We pointed out that, you know, one of the young guys up in Seattle uh, ended up getting cut. He violated things. And just like how you guys go about talking amongst yourselves, you know, trying to be there for each other, you know, Leagues are doing it different ways. The NBA have what, you know, the guys are calling a quote-unquote snitch line. Mm-hmm. Like if anybody got out of line, you know, he calls somebody yeah. up. Like just as, as a rookie, I'm curious. I heard the veterans, but as a rookie, how are you guys in, in, the, in the team, amongst your teammates, but coaches and everybody, just what's the word amongst each other and how you guys are trying to keep each other uh, safe? Man, as rookies, once again, we're just playing our role, man. Uh, we go straight home after practice. We, uh, we wash our hands, do whatever they ask of us to do, and uh, – stay out of bars and clubs and, and out of big places where a lot of people might be. So, I mean, that's all we can do, you know, and hope for the best. Willie, we had one more join in late. Uh, Nate Taylor. Go ahead, Nate, and close us out. Hey, Willie, I, I just thought of this, um, and I wonder because Matt House used to coach at Kentucky in the SEC and obviously being uh, recruiting down there in the, in the South, I just wonder how far does your relationship go back with Matt? Did Matt ever – uh, recruit you, or did it really just start with the draft process? It really just started with the draft. I really didn't know that he was the coach for Kentucky until like the draft time came around, and uh, when I met with the team, and then they told me that this was Kentucky's uh, coach, and I was like, oh man! So, and I remember the great defense that they had, you know, my sophomore year, and so yeah, it was a great fit for me. So, Willie, we appreciate you joining us today. Thank you. Yes, sir. Thank you. Vacations can be tricky. You already know how to book flights and hotels, but now the only thing you're missing is, you know, the actual travel experience. Because is it really a vacation if you're just sitting around like you would at home? You need a tool to get the most out of your time away. That's where Viator steps in. You can book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! 
Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. You just heard from Spags and Gay, and now we continue on with Tano Passanio. Hey, Tano, just wondering how important last year was for you, the, getting on the field that much more, starting those games, getting those sacks, you know, a couple in the playoffs as well. And what's, what's, what's the next step? What, what, what are you looking to do here in uh, 2020? Uh, well, I'm always looking to grow, um, and especially, you know, making those key sacks or those key plays and then being able to play in the Super Bowl, being able to win the Super Bowl, just, like, boost my confidence, boost our whole te- team confidence, knowing, like, we know what we are and we know exactly what we need to do to do it again. Let's go to Nate Taylor. Go ahead, Nate. What's up, Tano? What's up, Nate? Hey, man. Um, I want to ask you two questions. The first for you is getting that experience, particularly in the playoffs last year, I know helped you a ton. Uh, just going into year two, knowing that you're sort of solidified in your position, um, just what does it mean to have continuity of knowing what you're doing, the sort of position you're at, and being with the same amount of guys, just what that does for your confidence? And then secondly, um, I remember asking you last training camp about your relationship with Breland Speaks and the fact that you guys both sort of switched positions back together in Steve Spagnuolo's system going back to DN. Just what's it been like to see his progress these last few weeks uh, as you guys get ready for the season? I mean, yeah, you're two in this defense. You know, um, we – you you get a lot more comfortable. You get a lot more comfortable with what the guys around you are doing. You get the whole scheme. You know why mm-hmm. Coach Spags is calling something in a certain uh, situation. And uh, I think just that uh, – that Con- continuity that you said yep. Yep. Whatever. yeah you know <laughs> yep. that's there you know that synergy that energy that we all come together as one is there and um, I mean Breland he's coming along for sure like he's been uh, been in his playbook he's been studying he knows our defense pretty well and he hopped right in like it was nothing all right let's go to Pete Sweeney go ahead Pete Hey, Tano, um, was curious, this past offseason, it allows you and everybody a, a chance to self-scout. I was wondering where you kind of gauge yourself when it comes to rushing the passer and, and what you look forward to in, in this year. Um, well, you know, I've had a whole nother offseason to work on that and really just perfect my craft. Uh, you know, this is it was a weird offseason, but uh, I made it work. I got a lot of time to myself to just kind of do what you said, self-scout and be able to tweak those little things. Um, and I, I mean, I'm excited to see what happens. Let's go to Sam McDowell. Go ahead, Sam. Hey, Tano. Um, Spags mentioned something to us earlier today about the fact that um, Patrick Mahomes scrambling kind of helps you prepare for, for facing guys like Deshaun Watson and Lamar Jackson that you're going to be facing the first three weeks. I'm wondering your perspective on that. Oh, yeah. It's um... – it's a lot of help. I mean, that guy can run. That guy will bounce out the pocket. He'll go 10 yards back down the field and, you know, uh, throw some crazy sidearm ball. Uh, those plays that you expect from those top, uh, top-tier top quarterbacks. And I really feel like that helps us as a defense, as a whole, prepare, you know, our backfield sticking on guys longer, us continuing to rush uh, relentlessly and um, just track them down. 
Looks like we've got two more. Let's go Matt, Derek, and then Seren. Go ahead, Matt. Hey, Tano, good to see you again. Yeah, me too, Matt. This is, this, is, this is the first time in your career going into a season, not having a contract for next year and knowing you know, what your situation will be. Is there a sense of urgency this year that, you know, you're playing to try and impress the Chiefs? You know, maybe you're trying to impress other teams that get that contract? Uh, I mean, I've always been playing to impress uh, everybody, you know. Like, I mean, I play for myself. I play for my mom. I play for um, everybody back home. I uh, work hard every day, and I kind of leave, let the other stuff kind of work itself out, you know. Let's go to Seren for the last one. Go ahead, Seren. Uh, Tano, if you can kind of go back in time and when, when uh, you were playing linebacker uh, in, in this defense and, and just kind of take me through what went through your mind when they came to you and said, hey, we want you to stand up, we want you to do drops. And then is there anything now that you're back in what, you know, seemingly the position you were drafted for and what you kind of just not to stereotype you, right, but you look like a defensive lineman, right, with your size right. and everything. But is there anything you still uh, are, are able to take away from that time that you did spend uh, working as a linebacker? Oh, yeah, I'm able to take a bunch back because, you know, we're still dropping. We're still doing stuff that uh, outside linebackers did, and I'm standing up sometimes. It it honestly gave me just more of a, like, parathola and variety of moves, stances, so guys don't really know what I'm going to be doing. Um, and just playing at that outside linebacker position, I learned defense as a whole. So uh, my defensive knowledge definitely has been growing and still is. Tano, we appreciate you. Thank you, sir. Thank you. Do you see many parallels between now and 2011, the year of the lockout, and trying to prepare for a season? And also, you're not going to have any preseason games to get ready for season. I know as backup quarterback, you sometimes feel those uh, preseason game reps are, are really important to get used to the game speed. But just wanted to ask you what it's going to be like maybe trying to get ready for a season without having that uh, to, to help you prepare. Yeah, I mean, the first question with the parallels to 2011, I mean, definitely similar, but different with, uh, you know, instance of not getting to go to the gyms, kind of being on your own at home uh, with everything being closed. But, um, you know, with guys getting together, you know, outside a little bit, it was beneficial, but um, this year was just shut down. So we really had to just like jump on our feet this year get after the guys once we got here. We had that acclimation period, two weeks that we got out there, went to a couple of high schools and uh, got some good work in there. But other than that, you know, it's been difficult, but uh, we made the best of it and done well. And then with the preseason games, yeah, I mean, it's definitely going to be difficult. But at the same time, Coach Reed puts a great schedule for us together, gets in all the reps that we can, and uh, really gets us ready and, uh, you know, going for the season. Let's go to Nate Taylor. Go ahead, Nate. Hey, Chad, good to see you. Um, I have two questions for you. With the understanding of your going into year three in the offense, understanding what Andy is trying to do in terms of adding new things, um, just are there things that you've identified that you want to work on specifically or improve to get ready um, if needed when the season does start? And then secondly, uh, having a young guy like Jordan Tamu enter the quarterback room, just what have you noticed from him uh, both in the classroom and the things he can do maybe in the practice field? Yeah, I mean, I think um, just going in for me to improve, I mean, obviously year three, it's definitely beneficial to be in the same system for three years in a row. Uh, I feel confident in myself, confident to go out there and perform. But at the same time, it's just getting to know the guys again, you know, getting timing down, spatial awareness out there on the field, you know, understanding the route concepts, really digging deep 
what specific uh, routes that we're trying to accomplish against each defense and attacking it that way. And, uh, you know, feeding off of Patrick as well. I mean, he's obviously been in it. He's played a lot of games in it and uh, kind of getting his nuances, where to put his eyes in different places uh, to get certain routes open. And with Jordan, I mean, uh, he's been fen phenomenal. I mean, he's a young, talented guy. Obviously, he was in the XFL, had some experience there. But he came in, you know, he's willing to learn. Uh, he's done some really good things. Today was a great opportunity for him to go out there against the, doing the scout team for the defense and uh, did a really nice job for him. So he's going to keep learning, uh, you know, pick our brains, you know, each and every day. But I think he definitely has a, a great upside. Let's go to Sam Mellinger. Go ahead, Sam. Hey, Chad. Um, good to see you. But I had uh, two questions for you. One is, um, is there anything specific that you noticed different um, with Patrick this year as opposed to last year? I know we're early in this. And the other thing I was wondering, I know everybody's being as careful as they can be, right? But there's been talk of like quarterbacks kind of, you know, quarantining. I'm just worried if, if you personally just as a quarterback, if you, you feel like you're taking even more responsibility, more extremes to uh, sort of stay safe right now. Yeah, I mean, uh, for Patrick, I mean, it's, it's you know, going out there and being the best leader you can be. I think he's improved on that tremendously, even from the day one since I've been here. Uh, really getting hold of the guys, you know, preaching to them what this offense is all about, what he wants from them, what they need from him. And, uh, I mean, he's the ultimate teammate. Uh, you know, we heard it previously, you know, he's a competitor each and every day. He's out there trying to beat our defense uh, left and right. And, um, you know, it's just his mindset. Each and every day he's out there to win and uh, to be the best leader for this team and win for this organization. So he's definitely improved on that year in and year out and has done a phenomenal job there. And what was, sorry, your second question then? Yeah, just if as a quarterback, if you feel like you're taking even more extremes, yeah. Yep. Yeah, I think so. I mean, obviously, you know, I'm aware of what my family's doing. They're actually coming out today. So making sure I know exactly where they're at each and every day, you know, they're taking care of uh, themselves with wearing a mask outside, being safe, knowing who you're around, and then especially myself, uh, you know, just going to be a homer. I mean, this is important. This is my job. I don't want to lose my job just, uh, you know, being out in a couple weeks just because of getting coronavirus. All right, looks like we've got two more. Let's go Robert and then Adam. Go ahead, Go ahead, Robert. Hey, Chad. Um, just wanted your thoughts on – can you hear me? Yep. Okay, just wanted to get your thoughts on when, what went into your decision to kind of play this season, you know, with the COVID thing and everything, and what kind of – what was your thought process when you decided to play this year? Yeah, I mean, it didn't take long. I mean, uh, I made a commitment back in March when I signed here. And um, even though, you know, this pandemic has hit us hard, um, I just felt, you know, I made a decision. I'm here for my teammates. I'm here to do the best ability to my best ability as I can uh, for this team. And, uh, you know, I'm here. Um, there's no doubt about it. I'm, I never look back. Uh, my family was fine with it. Uh, and we're young and healthy. And we're just going to go forward from here. Let's go to Adam Teicher. Go ahead, Adam. Hey, Chad, one last thing. Um, you, as you mentioned earlier, you started the offseason as a free agent but re-signed, um, and you, you certainly weren't the only guy who re-signed on this team this year. It seems like guys really like to play here. Are there some things you can put your finger on as, as to why guys, what is it about this place where guys like to play um, other than you're, you're just getting a chance to play for, uh, for another ring? Yeah, I mean, obviously, number one is Coach Reed. I mean, he's definitely one of the best coaches I've been around. Uh, you know, he knows the ins and outs of offense. He knows the ins and outs of defense. I mean, he's been around for a while. Uh, he's a winning coach. 
And, uh, you know, guys want to be around winning atmospheres. And obviously the Super Bowl helps, but at the same time when you're around the guys that want to compete each and every day um, and fight for one another, I think it just uh, is definitely something you want to be a part of. Uh, you know, I've, throughout my career, ups and downs, uh, you know, winning, losing, the winning's uh, the way to go. And here we have a great uh, tradition here and a lot of great people uh, around us. Support for this show comes from Fundrise. Buy low, sell high. It's easy to say, hard to do. For example, high interest rates are crushing the real estate market right now. Demand is dropping and prices are falling, even for many of the best assets. It's no wonder the Fundrise flagship fund plans to go on a buying spree, expanding its billion-dollar real estate portfolio over the next few months. You can add the Fundrise flagship fund to your portfolio in just minutes and with as little as $10 by visiting Fundrise.com Fox. Carefully consider the investment objectives, risks, charges, and expenses of the Fundrise flagship fund before investing. This and other information can be found in the fund's prospectus at Fundrise.com flagship. This is a paid advertisement.